I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Good afternoon, good morning, whatever time you're listening, this is Oops the Podcast. Very excited to be back here with you. I'm joined as ever by my intrepid partner, Julio Gallarotti. We've been hang we've been hanging out. What's uh, up, dog? Good to see you again, pal. Good to see you, man. I um I've got well, I've got this measuring tape here. Oh yeah, baby. Because I want to do Fuck. I want to do a Python measuring. Let's do it. Um I think we should just start right off with this. You guys know that I'm now a full week into my creatine journey, maybe a week and a half. And um I want to see if there have been any improvements or changes uh the only problem is that i did not get a baseline oh i was gonna ask that so this will be our baseline okay unfortunately so, so this will be our baseline but i don't think a whole lot's changed i don't feel that much different yet so let's do uh let's do a, a, a bicep now am i supposed to flex or not yeah am i no, what sure. for a bicep measurement Ryan, i feel like you should can flex. We check this do you flex for a bicep measurement also, how what do you how, don't you don't you have to Oh yeah. oh yeah tune into the youtube by the way if you want to watch this happen and check out the you know strength and size of my pythons because the pythons are coming along i do feel like they are coming along i've been spending a lot of time in the serpentarium um <laughs> you know and 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 they they are i think you know i'm just tending to them like a garden and uh i'm hopeful that that we'll see some results i like it dude soon also not to a side note we are uh releasing some sort of side content on our youtube channel as well that's separate from the podcast if you guys want to check that out uh we're gonna start rolling those out today right is today or there's, there's one out now no tomorrow okay all right ryan what's the word am i supposed to flex for the python measurement so do not flex while you're measuring really you'll what get reliable fuck? and consistent measurements if you measure your bicep when it's relaxed okay so this is a flaccid yeah, python that, measurement we're going flaccid pythons they are sleeping at limp the moment. Limp snakes. Limp snakes. So wait, are we but left arm or right arm or should it not matter? Let's do left. Okay. This feels like I'm, you know, getting a tourniquet applied so that they can take blood or inject heroin. Make sure it's nice and taut. This is inches? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you got? Is that the biggest part? Uh, is, is it not? the biggest part is of the bicep? Come up a little higher. All right. What do you got there? 30... Point two. 30.2. 30.2 market. Market down. Soft somebody, golf clap. Somebody yeah. keep note of that. 30.2. This is January 28th of the year of our Lord, 2022. Dude, to be honest, now it's like 30 point. All right, hold on. Hold on. There's been a discrepancy. Oh. I, so am I supposed to do it to the end of this? However you do it. Okay, 30.2. Make, sure, make sure you do it the same way every time. And I'll be the control. All right, let's do a quick <laughs> Let's do a quick barrel measurement too, okay? We got to get the chest as well because I'm working on the chest a lot. Okay. So, so yeah, this is like you're fitting me for a suit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Putting it right there. Here. Give me that. Okay. Pass it around, right around the world. Here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Round and round okay. we go. Trunk measurement. What do Ooh, we this got? Is, this is tricky because you what know, do we got, it's, big it's daddy? hard not to flex your chest. Um, what are you seeing? 100. Here? I'm seeing like 42. 
Oh, wait, what? What's this hot 100? Is this the wrong? Oh, no, that's centimeters. Oh, that's the, that's the measurement you probably want. That, that was. That was the measurement we did last time. Wait, it can't be centimeters. One side like 100, is. Oh, this meters or no, I'm not meters. 100 centimeters sounds like the right amount if it's. Yeah, so then, then your bicep was in centimeters too, which obviously makes sense because there's no way it would have been thirty inches. I'm getting I'm getting a forty like a forty three inch chest. Does that sound right to people? Isn't this ironic that we just accidentally did it in the you metric do, system? And you got to no do idea. my bicep. You got to yeah, do the pythons really again. God damn it, Julia! Right, so wait, what'd you get for the chest? I had forty three inches for the chest. Out a boy. Okay, That's one more python measurement here, and then we'll get going on on the stuff people really like to hear about because we you like know, the pythons i dude. get that this is more for me than anyone else how many inches dude, this is dude this is not more for you than everyone else we like this okay we're working with 12 inches a 12 inch python dude okay. measure me okay all right you might have bigger pythons i don't think so i think so i bro, wouldn't be surprised no, there's no way bro well because you know i'm guessing mine are gonna be like 10 or nine and a half no i I'm, i think you'd be surprised all right, hold on. You did CM too? I did CM. All right, Julio's pythons are coming in at a cool... 11? Yeah, uh, yeah 11. Okay. Just That sounds exact. Like maybe 11 and a half, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. the control. That's the control. Don't expect that number to change much. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. It actually may go down, if anything. All right, so that's Python measurement for today. Very keep, good. Keep track at home. Okay, we're going to do, we're gonna do updates. Dude, so I thought of something fun, man. Excellent. So I, our celebrity, we both have really good celebrity couple names with our girlfriends. How, what is you know that how mean? they do like Ben, or, what is it like Ben and oh, Jen? Oh, Benifer. Benifer, and... yeah, bro. Yeah. Jewelry. I'm jewelry. <laughs> how fire is that? <laughs> jewelry is unbelievable. Well, why do you say, what do I have? Dude, yours is even better. <laughs> Friera. Yeah. <laughs> Guy Friera. <laughs> Friera and jewelry, dude. That's it's pretty so good. Sick. Um, I was thinking about that because we went on a little double date, which was really nice, dude. We did go on a double date, yeah. I have had one of the most boring months of my life this month, I it's would say. Tough. It's tough. It's been month. a terrible month. Yeah. Uh but in probably that's probably a good thing. We can talk more about that later. But we went to dinner. We kind of thought of thought of it on a last second. Mm -hmm. Um we didn't really prepare for this. No one had a reservation. And somehow it was the most crowded night in the history of New York City. Honestly, anyone who thinks that New York is anything other than the most busy that it's ever been in its <laughs> entire history you are is incorrect. dead wrong. It is uncomfortably and unhappily crowded. There was nothing going on. There was no event. Like, if I had to guess in, like, a very dad-like fashion, like, everybody has recovered from Omicron now, if I'm yeah. saying that right, even, and they're ready to go out. It felt like New Year's Eve. Dude, we we went into this one restaurant and we it were was we had we got a reservation at this one place like a late reservation too that like later than any of us wanted. Yeah, I think it was nine thirty. Right? Yes, nine thirty. And Fr Francis Sierra beat us there, and we get there and we just could not believe there was like four solid rows of infantry between us and the bar. Yeah, so there was the there was a bar for the restaurant where everyone was waiting to get a drink while you waited for your table, and it it was it was like the front row at a. I hate to say a Travis Scott concert, but that's yeah, yeah. you know kind of what it felt like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just everyone just mashed up to the person in front of them, and then all the tables so crowded 
that we thought i just said i don't want to be here i was getting that nervous yeah i was getting that claustro situation and so we started it was nuts wandering around the west village and we figured well it's 9 30 surely some restaurant will have a dropout at this hour yeah and we went to the the usual suspects and everyone basically just laughed in our face every place we went yeah yeah all of them said what you know get out of here we're booked slammed solid all the way through until close so finally we put our name in at a place that had a super long wait list already but the woman said a bunch of these people aren't responding they've already found tables and so we put our name in walked around and she said it'll probably be 15 to 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and it was a full like 35 minutes yeah uh and we were sitting next to the door yeah, yeah, which was crazy. And Sierra and I both apparently, uh, not like in unison, had separately said that day to our significant others that we were craving Negronis. Negronis. Which kind of like was this, the straw that broke the camel's back of yeah. being like, all right, let's do this tonight. Yeah. Uh, it was nice. I had a nice time. And know? we, by the way, also, I discovered today that I think I like the name Negroni for a dog. So funny. Um, so perhaps our, our next pooch. We'll be going by the, the name of Negroni, and no one else can take that from me. <laughs> Co-Giant Negroni. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's really to good. It. Yeah. It's a good squad. Co-Geroni. <laughs> the celebrity couple. <laughs> Very cute. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now, and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium, and you would all yell, anchor, anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. Uh, Okay. So, um, Julio. Yes. What's happening Dude, in your life? So I, I, I'm not kidding you. This has been the most boring month of my entire life. <laughs> it has been. And I've been, I've been doing things like I'm, you know, I'm editing and you know, this, this Iraq stuff is, is starting, starting to take form and, and you know, it, there's, there's more usable stuff than I thought, blah, 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 blah. It's the biggest project that I've ever edited. So I've been spending wow. a lot of time doing it. It's taking a lot of energy and I'm kind of like conflicted about that. I'm like, is this what I want to be spending all my time doing like right now? But I'm like, all right, it's fine. Like, this is cool. Like, it's, it's all good. But like, haven't really been doing a ton of stand up. Haven't been like having that much fun. Haven't been going out that much. Like even on the weekends, like trying to kind of find excuses to not do anything. Mm. And it's been a fucking bummer, dude. But I, I've turned the corner. Like the edit is like, is like feeling more obvious. Like I kind of know where it's going now mm-hmm. and it's a little less daunting. So I'm hoping I have like a dinner tonight. I have a late spot. I'm hoping to like kick back into the groove. Uh, but it's been very, very slow for me, dude. Interesting. You know what I think I would prescribe for you hmm. is is a big night. Yeah. I would say you need a slump buster. You need to go out and, you know. Tear it down. Yeah. Just stay out till seven in the morning. Yeah. Get home at four, order a pizza, pass out, wake up, order another pizza, <laughs> you know, play Zelda whatever it is whatever <laughs> listen to some latin music videos the yeah, usual you i could need use a, you i need a, that you need to blow up i need some latin music videos late night yeah. in my life you need your body to hurt the next day yeah is what i think you need i've had yeah i've had like no i've been living like pretty healthy lifestyle too but like it's just not fun dude yeah 
It's tough this time of year. It's interesting you say this because I have had a very opposite experience. Really? Yeah. You've been ripping it? Well, a lot of big things have just sort of popped up out of nowhere. Things that I need to make major choices about. Oh, like like work stuff? Work stuff. Opportunities. Things where there's no clear right answer. Uh, and I, I have to make choices and it's, it's impossible to know which one does that ever stress you out when you're presented with two choices about, you know, something that's going to occupy you for potentially a year or more and you don't know which one is the right one. Oh, so you have to pick one or the other. You kind of have to pick one or the other. Of course. It's a, and, and it's one of those things where it's like, you have to remind yourself that that's a problem that you would have wanted if you didn't have it. That's right. You know what I mean? The same way that like you know, fucking taxes. Like, that, like it's a good problem to have. Like, Hillary's dad, like, his taxes are, like, like complicated. And he always will say that that's, like, a luxury. Oh. And I'm like, that's a good way to look at it. Okay. You know? Yeah. Did I just, like, overshare about it? No, no, I think I, that's fine. Taxes being complicated, I, I mean, I... I don't really know what that means. No, it just means like if you have Does if you have accounts have, in the Cayman Islands. No, he... no, no. It's a, if you have if you have com- like complicated taxes. I think his taxes he has to do them in like a bunch of different states, if not all the states. Yeah. Well, our taxes are pretty complicated. Our, yeah, they are. And it's funny actually, dude. I was talking to Brent about this, and he was like, "I was bitching about how my taxes are complicated," and he basically was like, telling me that they aren't. He's like, "All you have is ten ninety nine. He's like, "You don't have any foreign stuff. No K one." He's like. He's like, you should be filing quarterly. He's like, honestly, if you don't, it's Piker. <laughs> what does that mean? It's Piker not to file quarterly. Meaning like Is that like P? No, me Piker meaning like you're a fucking like turkey. It's like Piker? You're a Piker. <laughs> kind of like the term from Snatch? I'm not sure. A Piker I, is somebody isn't a Piker some a gypsy? Someone a a, a sort of trailer park person? It's it was, he was being he was saying something derogatory to me. No, that that makes sense though. That, there's some parallel there. So essentially he's saying like Instead of being worried about your big tax burden at the end of the year, do your estimates quarterly. So then at the end, when, when you have to file, you maybe will get some back if you overpaid. Interesting. And I'm like, okay, fine. But whatever. The, the point being, that's better than like not having to pay taxes at all because you have no money. Right. So back to your problem. Um, it's a great problem, problem to have. But of course, it's stressful. Well, I have a question. Okay. Speaking of taxes. So I had two things interesting happen, you know about a month or so ago one was that i got a, a big check back from taxes for, for being overcharged amazing so i got a I, this came out of nowhere and i was thrilled it's like eight eight thousand what five hundred dollars or something oh my god dude. just gravy party yeah but then i was celebrating that and then a couple weeks later i got a request for back taxes that i owed <laughs> Oh, but that shit. one was only like thirteen hundred. Okay. Um, but it still was frustrating. It was from out like missing ten ninety nines that I hadn't filed apparently in two thousand nineteen. That like somebody never I don't sent even, you? Who? Yeah, presumably. That's fucking. And whack. what can you do about that? And you get charged interest on them. I know. So what you have, unfortunately, what you like need to do is like be aware of where all your money should be coming from. Which is so fucking annoying. I mean, you know, whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. It's tough. But but get this. So I I paid that. Whatever. It was annoying. It's fine. And then yesterday I got this voicemail. Oh boy. And I'm gonna play this. Oh wait, hold on. Why is that not playing on speaker? Is that a is that automated? 
No. Hey, it's Sarah. I'm calling you from Tax Help Center, and um, I'm just following up. This is automated. That I left you last week. Uh, it's huh? regarding your back income tax debt, and I've got some great news for you with new changes that have taken effect. And I just wanted to discuss your repayment or eliminations options. This is automated, but dude. it is imperative that I speak to you just as soon as possible. So uh, my phone number is eight six. That's fake, dude. That's fake, bro. It's Sarah. It's fake. Hey, this is Sarah. And then they like pause. As that's if, a human being. That was fake, bro. You think that's a robot? 100% that's fake. All the boys nodding their heads. Welcome to listen, fucking dadhood, listen, dude. You're listen. ready to have a kid, bro. I agree. <laughs> I agree that I smell a fish. There's that a, is there fake, is dude. a decidedly tidal scent to that. Dude, there's no scent. That is a fish. It's not a scent of fish. That is a scaly there's a, fucking a little fish, whiff bro. of sardine there. There's, there's no, a little there's a <laughs> That is a trout. Like the bro. hands of a decent monger at the end of a long <laughs> that is day a of mongering, okay? Slippery fucking There fish. is a little bit of a of a fishy smell to that. However, it it could not have come at a worse time in terms of my gullibility. Right, right, right. Because what she's saying could apply so perfectly to the exactly yeah, what happened yeah, true, to me. True. Bad timing, but bro, it's very fake. Do, is there is there any chance that she knew no about what I had to pay in the back yeah, taxes? Maybe, but like, dude, it's fake. I I almost liked her. <laughs> Hi, Francis. Oh, this she, is Sarah. It was so familiar. It turns out that your back taxes are due. It's hey, just like it's Sarah. I'm calling you from Tax Help Center, and I'm just following up with a message that I left last week. It's regarding your back income tax debt. Got some great news for you with new changes that have taken effect. Yeah, it's all the language of a fake message. Yeah. But it did feel like a person to me. You thought that was automated? 100%. That's a fake automated message. At worst, it's a human who recorded it, yeah. and then okay, they fine, sent it fine. out to but a bunch of people. But that's what I mean. Like, all right, fine. It's not like a robot. But like, it also might be. Like, it's unclear. But like it could be a real person. Also, Sarah sounds kind of nice, though. Sounds like a nice person, dude. I want to track her down. How'd she get into this line? Dude, of work? That what is, happened? That what happened funny. to her that she's recording voiceover solicitous messages to dupe, you know, the elderly, confused taxpayers <laughs> into giving their information? You're a sucker, dude. All right, well, Sarah, you know what? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Have you heard all of the like fake voice things? They can. There's like full songs that where they took Jay Z's voice and made like a whole new song of things that oh, he that's never true. said. Uh, that what's that called again? Uh, but they probably remember. that sounded like that. Exactly. That sounded that's, like a robotically yeah. manipulated real voice. Yes. Mm. The something like that. Audio yeah. Deep oh yeah. Kind of audio deep fake Ryan, Ryan just chanted out. Yeah, and that yeah the sentences were too perfect. Mm. There wasn't any mistakes. Interesting. Crazy, bro. Um, well, okay. All right. So long, Sarah. Glad to be out of that problem. All right, Julio. I've been on the Athletic Greens kick now for about a month. Oh, dude, me too. It's and amazing. I am absolutely hooked. Hook, line, and sinker. It's a great product. It's the first thing I drink every single morning before I've had coffee or anything else because I want it to soak into my system with a blank canvas they say that's the move they right? say that's the move they say that that's where you're going to see the optimal results now do i notice that i'm seeing farther in the dark or that i'm <laughs> able to hold my breath longer mm, haven't tested that yet 
I I can say that I do just feel generally more alert, a little more clear headed, and I feel healthier. I really do. This is my magic potion for my body, and it's my favorite stuff that I that I've added to my my life. So how are you taking it? Like I know you say it before you eat anything, but how do you prepare? I put it in the little uh shaker that it they comes give with you the shaker, and yeah. I just add water and shake it up and then it's and powder, chug right? it. It's the first thing I drink. I'm still in bed when I drink it. It's really great. Dude. I I have like the oil too. Yeah, the dropper. That's I'll nice. actually drop it directly into my mouth. Mm. I, and I'm I've been enjoying doing that. Oh yeah. Um but dude, Athletic Greens is extremely healthy. It's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, it fits into all of that stuff. Contains contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, artificial anything, while still tasting amazing. Uh, and tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with like high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. So AG One, which is the formula, is a small micro habit with big benefits. Uh, it's one thing that you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. Mm. Uh, so, dude, Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up. Uh, on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him $100 a day. Wow. So he created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal uh, nutrition situation for yourself. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do, guys, is visit athleticgreens.com slash oops. That is athleticgreens.com slash oops to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I got something for you. Hit me. <laughs> All right. So I do find that in, in this time of year... uh I'm more likely to get into tiffs with Sierra. Really? I, I I push. I push because I am bored. So let me, I, I didn't, my response wasn't like, oh, really? I don't. I feel the same way. Yeah. So can I think on. it's, I think it's, for me, it's just in the same way that I want to, the way I like to play with Kojai, where I want to see him riled up. <laughs> That's I'm, I'm kind of doing that. Boy, that, you know, I'm just so bored that I want some reaction. I You're just amusing yourself. Poke the bear, but she's not a bear. She's a, a lovely giraffe, and <laughs> it takes a lot for her to actually rise to the debate. At which point, I feel bad to lower her long, elevated neck yeah, to your level. Come down to my level. Take her head out of the leaves. <laughs> that really worked. Yeah. Did you intentionally? Is that what you had? To she's been talking about giraffes a lot. Oh, lately. I know because you guys. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. So you know. Eh. I, I, <laughs> what did I do? She said, um, oh, good news. We, uh, our wedding photographer is going to be in Brooklyn in May. We should have lunch with her. Um, so, and I said, why would we do that? And she said, you know, so she can get to know us. And I was, I just immediately was like, you know, I, I really, do we really need to do that? <laughs> does, does she need to know us? This isn't, you know, slim errands. It's not Ansel Adams or whatever. This isn't some legendary photographer who needs to understand our rhythms and DNA in order to best encapsulate who we are as a couple. <laughs> this is just someone who does probably 46 weddings a year is a hired gun and is going to take 4 billion photos on the day, you know, and that's that. Um, and, 
Sierra was disappointed that I wasn't more excited to meet the wedding photographer. Interesting. And I couldn't believe that. I was just like, come on. And she said, no, I'm just still coming to terms with the fact, with reckoning with the fact that, that guys just don't care as much about the wedding or get as excited about this kind of stuff as, as we do. Which can be a good thing for her as well. Agreed. Because if you're too involved, it can become annoying where like you don't want what she wants type of thing. Whereas if you're hands off, she gets to pick. Right. But this comes with the territory. You right. also don't give a fuck about meeting the photographer. And I feel I, you on that one. I said to her, I said, you know, I feel about our wedding right now the same way that I kind of feel about what's happening in Ukraine, <laughs> where it's just, I, I hope it turns out well, but it's so far away that it's very hard for me to care. <laughs> That's very good. And I said that to her in That's that very moment. Good. That's very good. <laughs> and she didn't really think it was that funny. <laughs> and I think that's true because uh, by the time this episode comes out, I, I fear that hopefully, well, I fear that things might have really gotten worse in Ukraine. Well, they're neg- they're at the negotiating table now, though. Let's hope. Hopefully Let's hope old continues. Vlad can uh, tuck his dick back into his pants and <laughs> relax a little. Do you see the country of Ukraine tweeting memes at Russia? Like, what what world do we live in now? It's crazy. I didn't see that. That's crazy. crazy. Um. So anyway. Uh, do you think that I need to meet the wedding photographer for lunch? Do you think that that's an important step? Like, I like I I think that I, if I were you, I would kind of begrudgingly accept. Yeah, it. but it you, it's a slippery slope, Julio. Because next thing you know, you know we're gonna meet the wedding photographer. Then we're gonna meet the band, so that they can get a sense of us. And then we're gonna meet the the people who are putting the dance floor down so that they can understand our weight combined weight for the first dance. <laughs> and then, you know, it's just like all, you know, it becomes this massive ridiculous handshake line. Yeah. I, I, I don't think you have to worry. You got to put your foot down at some point. Agreed. But I think, I think you can take an L on this one and go to lunch with the photographer. I want to hear more about this, this, uh, what's the poem? Two roads diverged in a yellow wood. And be one traveler long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth and then took the other as just as fair, having perhaps the better claim for being worn and wanted wear, though they were both worn about the same. Is that Robert Frost? Yeah. Did I get the first sentence right? And both that morning equally lay in leaves no steps had trodden black. Oh, how I kept the other for another day, though knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. Um, I shall be telling this with a sigh. Somewhere ages and ages hence, two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Nice. Bro, don't, don't come at me with poetry. <laughs> Dude, I didn't come at you with poetry. I was, co- I was coming at you with the talking about your shit, about your life. <laughs> I was trying to go back and think you're talking about. Yo, bro, this isn't wiling out, dude. Robert Frost. <laughs> <laughs> So Robert Frost, you know, <laughs> that was impressive. Is an amazing poet, obviously the the muse of New England, and that's where, man. So you cut your teeth, baby. What a what a you you. Sometimes if you read some of his poems, it just makes you feel calm. Did I get the first sentence right? Yeah, it's yellow wood. No, oh, two sorry. roads. Yeah, two roads diverged in, in, a, in a yellow wood. Okay, yeah, that's okay, it. Okay. Um. Yeah, sorry, sorry. So what's your question? So my question was, <laughs> so you have, the roads are diverging for you in your professional life. And we haven't talked about sort of like, you know, and I know you probably don't want to talk about specifically what the things are because you have to say no to one of them. Um, however, 
Do you want to do a little pros and cons thing on the air? Well, or? look, potentially, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's so hard to know. I think in in what we do because a lot of the choices we make professionally are not tied to income. You're you're doing them with the hope that they will lead to income. I think a lot of people. You're pretty good at at looking through it through a practical lens. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I mean I. I find you to be very effect a very effective entertainer when it comes to like spending your time doing things that are worthwhile. I admire that about you. What do you mean? Like, I feel like you spend your time doing things that are either going to like build, help build something or like lead to money. Like you don't like waste your time doing a thing that like it can be a waste of time. It's amazing to me how many people that's my are not are leaving money on the table in life. Yeah. I think especially in, in our profession, the amount of people who just blindly do things without even trying yeah. to, to monetize them right. when there is an opportunity to do so. But it's because of what you just said before the idea that like, you know, we didn't, we chose this because we love it. Right. Or so, or so we thought, <laughs> and we hope that the, by, by doing it and pursuing it, the opportunity to make money will present itself, but it's not always that easy. Right. That's correct. It's not always that easy. Yeah. But I'm at a point now where uh, the money has to be there. I just, I don't, I, I can't take a whole lot of passion projects on in my life. Yeah, yeah. They're not that interesting and I'm not that passionate. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, okay. I mean, I guess my point is one of these opportunities does have a pretty good, you know, money component to it. Actually, actually they kind of both do, but they're... It, you know, it's it's always a question now for me of it, what I'm taking on. Is that going to redefine the way the audience sees me? Uh-huh. Like, let's say that I took on a role and became a, a you know, played some clown on you on a YouTube show or something. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden I'm the clown guy instead of, you know, the alternate side parking guy so i don't i I don't know if if that's just like a random example right i don't think that's a good example yeah not not really because those two things live separately like the 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 issue would be if your instagram content becomes you being some kind of persona that is a departure from what you've done previously and having that be all that it is Uh my only argument would be you have a very strong personality so i would argue that your personality is going to shine through regardless of what you're doing if you're in a capacity where you're being yourself not to mention, you're not even doing alternate side parking anymore, so it doesn't even matter. You're just like you're just doing the new thing as yourself. No, I know, I know, but I guess I don't know what people expect right. me to be right. at this right. time, right. Right. and I don't necessarily want to just shock them with a whole new thing. Right. But sorry, I don't know if that's the right. I mean, you've got to constantly be reinventing yourself. That's right. Yeah, you're. That's wrong. And that's a good thing to say out loud because that's one of those things that like you can think and then once you say it out loud, you can realize that it's like yeah, not that valuable because dude, it, what people are expecting aren't, is not like you get to decide mm-hmm. what they get. Mm-hmm. They don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's going to be good. They don't know what they're expecting isn't as good as what you're planning to give them. That could be. It, hopefully. That's, I mean, that's what you should strive I, for. My stuff has let people down before. I think you've put out great stuff. 
Yeah, I've put stuff up, though, that was a miss. But nobody hits home run every time. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You know what I mean? So Francis and I completed step two of our sort of out-of-the-box DIY project Yes, today. we did. Boy, it's fun to roll up the sleeves and get a little paint going. It was really nice. So the, the banana has, has dried. I don't know if you guys followed along on our Instagram story, but we had posted a video of us making this sort of art project, this arts and crafts project. So all the paint had dried accidentally a little piece of bubble wrap got onto the top of the banana yeah which actually created this unintentional interesting texture it felt like something that someone who knew what they were doing would have done right. on purpose it looks like an authentic uh decision mm-hmm. it looked like uh, intentional so yeah. anyway uh we have now poured the resin and the hardener and spread it and now it is back in the box for another 24 to 48 hours after we blow dried it and we are looking forward to our final product hell yeah dude uh this is all compliments of the developing artists collaboration yes this is an amazing initiative and and group that we've gotten really excited to partner with uh shout out leah love everything you guys are up to and just uh really enjoying working with you guys it's really great um if you go to out of the box diy.com use promo code oopsie o-o-p-s-i-e you will get an artist made gift and free shipping i gotta be honest these kits are really fun for like a snow day you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. Hilldog and I during the, the the snow over the weekend, we were just ripping through hours. It was really fun. I have this like big world, which is so nice. And again, they have customizable molds. So literally, and and they Leah wanted us to say this: don't be shy mm-hmm. about the mold you want. Mm-hmm. It can be perfect for a bachelorette party, whatever. If you know what I'm talking about. Um, so it's really really fun. Good shit it goes towards a good cause too. Uh, so check out outoftheboxdiy.com. See what the DAC, uh, the developing artist collaboration is working on uh and buy some cool shit you know who's been hitting home runs lately who ryan on tiktok <laughs> the tiktok daddy ryan's himself. been throwing up these tiktoks that i like i don't even understand them but i like them <laughs> he had one the other day that was like just him doing a it was along with this voiceover bit where the person was like um yeah that was it but you had a funny caption along with it. Yeah, it was when you're asking, when the waiter or waitress asks if you want more bread, and then you obviously don't want to immediately say you do, but you do. And the cheesecake, and then so I said yeah to that. And then the Cheesecake like Factory actually commented on it. Oh, wow. So my life. Damn, Dude, bro. Fucking Follow the boys on their shit. What, what's <laughs> your, what are your guys' things? Chris is Chris.mp4. On TikTok and Instagram, Ryan, what's yours? Ryan twenty eight lunch on TikTok. Ryan also went to the Laker game. Yeah, thanks to our friend Abigail. Ab- shout out Abigail. Shout out Abigail. Thank you so much, dude. Speaking of which, Abigail also got you a gift, Francis. What thanks the front door? Shut the fridge. Shut the fridge up. You went and saw LeBron, Jiminy James. I got to see LeBron. Anthony Davis came back. Yeah, I've been a Lakers fan since I was a kid, so Ooh. I was just happy to see him play. I got a little DoorDash gift card. Abigail, we appreciate you. Thank you. Damn, Abigail. Met her for lunch. She's lovely. Ryan went to the game. I got to meet this Abigail. She's like the the Santa Claus of Oops the Podcast. She takes great photos. Yeah, there's a... Like, I'm always impressed when people are able to turn photography into a career. Mm. Um, So, good for her. That plays into that whole wedding photography. So I think thing. it's funny. I think she had mentioned that she used to do a bunch of weddings, um, and she kind of presented it in a way where she was doing it for the cash. You know, interesting, cool. Um, but yeah, so 
Okay, dude. So, so do one of these things, do you feel one of them is truer to what you, cause like, it, all right. It sounds like to me that one of the, at least one of these things is something that you might not normally do on your own, but since you're getting paid, you're like, okay, I can lean into this. Am I that passionate about it? Maybe not, but maybe I'll grow to like it and it'll become a great new thing for me. That could be. Let so, me tell you something. One, one of the biggest barriers to entry for me in anything that I'm doing is um, is whether or not the infrastructure is already set up for it to go. Um, right. Meaning, d- do I have a consistent, reliable producer or editor who is in place and knows how to take what I make the raw stuff that I'm making and turn it into a finished product. Yeah. And that is the case here, Great. which is really rare. Um, I, I find that, you know, as a, I hate a fucking whatever, as a creator, um, <laughs> the luxury of having a, of someone who's a really skilled editor and is willing to just take all the nonsense you throw at them and then spend a lot of time sculpting and cutting and tying that into a cohesive one minute thing is not having that is what prevents me from making a lot of stuff. Yeah. 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 And when I do have that, I feel capable of making 10 videos a day. Yeah. 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 You know, totally. It's definitely freeing. I, yeah. I, in a perfect world, it would be nice to like, I even I fantasize about that sometimes when I'm editing because I just like get too married to some of the footage and I want to put it all in and like you just can't and like you need somebody else to do it for you, mm. you know, but I feel you. I feel you. So, okay. So all the infrastructure is in place and you, you, you'll be getting paid. Sounds great. Yeah. But I, so the thing that it's coming up in my head is like if somebody came to me and was like, hey, do you want to do a, this writing job for this show? I might like consider it just because of the consistent income, but it's like not what I want to do. Mm. And that would never happen, fortunately. But like I kind of at one point stopped submitting packets because I'm like, I don't want to be a writer. I don't want to be a staff writer. It stresses me out. I've done like weeks on shows and like it was, it was, yeah. I really didn't enjoy it. I did that once and I'd, uh, I didn't like it that much either, to be honest. But is, is this similar in that sense? Or no, this is more you want to do forward this facing. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me ask you a, a question out of left field. Okay. As things heat up with Russia, Mm -hmm. let's say we ended up going to war with them, and then there was a draft. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, are we... I I believe things have slowed down with Russia, if if we can check. I mean, by the time this episode comes out in a couple days, this might have changed. But like, it, it turned out like they had surrounded the perimeter, but like with the intention of having talks it was and a those, posturing it those was talks a... are now happening okay so i like to think that it is de-escalating well let's say that we we'll went see. to war with russia i've been wrong before with predictions if we all remember <laughs> my covid prediction in february 2020 okay we go to war with russia and there's a draft yeah are we are we too old for a draft i don't think so I think we're not. I don't think we are. What is the age cutoff? Can we quickly? Young we've talked about this before. Men in the military. And I forget. But I believe that up until XYZ age, you're still eligible technically. Mm. And I think that we still would be eligible. Okay. That's my first question. And then my second question is, given your love of travel. Yeah. 
what is the country you would most want to go to war with so that you could <laughs> go there see that part of the world oh man um i <laughs> That's a funny question, dude. I don't. I don't like, think. Would you sign up for the military because you haven't been able to get over to to certain places, Malaysia and That's Indonesia right. yet? Like a place with a really hard visa requirement, dude. I, I just feel like at war is not the way that I want to see anywhere. <laughs> well, no, but if you not if you had your druthers, Antarctica. Nobody's having a war over Antarctica unless we discovered some you know cobalt under the ice flows. It's just it's just too expensive to get to. And like, you know what I mean? That, mm-hmm. that, that's probably the most expensive place to go is Antarctica. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ryan, do you have an age requirement for, uh, the, the army? Yeah. The military? All, all male citizens between the ages of 18 and 26 are required to register. Oh, nice. Uh, and they're, they're liable for training and service until the age of 35. So, so 18 to 35. Okay. So we still, actually, I'm, mm. I soon I won't be able to do anymore. But you're, you're still, an old man. You're still eligible. You're going to miss buddy. out on that really cool war in Antarctica. Fuck. You better, we better kick that off pretty soon. <laughs> P.S. If anybody's thinking of going to Antarctica, the move is you got to go to like Ushuaia, like the south of Argentina, and negotiate in person. And you can get a way, way better deal. That's what I've heard. Good. Boy, take note, all of you at home. <laughs> trying to find a way to antarctica affordably (laughs) (laughs) have fun in those really rough seas dude so by the way i've completely turned on the will smith show i really have fully enjoyed it i felt bad that i ever knocked him as a host Mm. but i will still say like the the ewan mcgregor show where he motorcycles around literally the entire world there's three seasons of it you can tell how passionate he was about like planning that whole project i still find that host to be superior to the guy who's like I've never done this, but I'm down. But I still think that there's value there. And the Will mm-hmm. Smith show, possibly the most expensive show ever made. Mm-hmm. You should watch it. Uh, just, what's it called again? Welcome to Earth on uh, Disney Plus. Mm. Nat Geo. Oh, I just put this together. Is that a play on his famous line from Independence Day? I don't, I don't think so. But like, who could forget the Welcome to yeah, Earth line? When he punches the alien in the face. Welcome to Earth. Dude, that movie, I would argue holds up less than any movie that I really liked as a kid. I watched it not too long ago. That movie is absolutely terrible. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it was the best movie I've ever seen for about 10 years of my life. Same. And it came out in 1994. I don't know. Something like that. Dude, it was the best movie I'd ever seen at the time. The special effects are absolutely terrible. The dialogue absolutely terrible it is a terrible movie mm. and watch it like with a grain of salt sometime and you'll see what i'm talking about huh. like remember the scene where like vivica fox yells to the dog and it like barely escapes the flames mm-hmm. Whoa, the dog runs jumps the flames that come behind that dog are so terrible and fake they were working with what they had and 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 i uh, you know i'll add to that it it does make the way that they did Star Wars even more impressive to me. A hundred percent. Because I didn't find like Star Wars kind of holds up. Absolutely. And, and like Alien holds that was up. Was made in nineteen seventy nine. I think Alien was made in nineteen seventy nine too. Interesting. Alien is terrifying to this day. It's very fucking good. Like there's a yeah, lot of really good, good Alien movies. Event Horizon. I think mm. that's one. Of them. That movie is terrifying. Um. But Independence Day, dude, garbage. Mm, fair enough. <laughs> but I don't know the answer to that. 
Got it. Dude, uh, have you ever done a polar plunge? I have. <laughs> I have. I have a video of it. How did it go? Fine. You enjoyed it? Mm, I don't know <laughs> if I would go that far. I, I Look, it's it's fun to think about, but the actual... It's scary. Yeah. It's, it's, it's you're basically mimicking a death situation. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> you're like, if I don't get out of the water, I die. So dude, I, I have done it too. And I was really enthusiastic. I actually like led the charge of wanting to do it. I actually did it with our pal Brent, oh. uh, as well as, uh, the water. Pal. It's good for your soul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and our other, our other friend Teddy and we all did it. It was freezing cold. And we did it. You ever go to Gurney's yeah. in the Hamptons? Yeah. So like, there's that whole long staircase that goes down to the beach. It takes sure. you a few minutes to get down there. Yeah. So we jumped in, and then you have this long run back up. But the but run back up isn't bad because your body is sort of in shock, mm-hmm. so it's not cold. But dude, I started like hyperventilating for like a half an hour. Ooh. It wasn't like dangerous, but I was just kind of like, <sighs> yeah. But anyway, I was able to hop in the ocean, run back up, go in the sauna. And then chill all in my pair of bird dogs. Are you joking me? No. You were wearing bird dogs for all of that? I did bird dogs. Bird what dog the, in it for what all the of heck am I potamus? <laughs> and as I left the building, I threw on a pair of bird dog joggers. Yeah, you did. You got the jogs? I got the jogs. Man, I haven't gotten mine yet. They, I haven't been able to get them. They're, they're so popular that it's hard to find. The joggers, <laughs> the bird dogs, they are our favorite pants, short, everything all you need, uh, use promo code OOPS, and you will get, uh, I think it's 5% off your, your first order. Or no, you'll get a whistling football. That's what I think is happening. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> You're getting there. Go to birddogs.com, promo code OOPS, get some gear. Well, um, let's let's get into something interesting. <laughs> okay. I don't have anything. Oh, okay. Well, I have something. I have something. Dude, I, I, I was proud of myself. I had a very... That's funny. I, I, I just want to get something exciting on I want to get something going here. Let's I had a very meta moment. Not, I don't know if meta moment is the pro, is the proper thing, but like there are situations. Have you ever had a situation where you find yourself proving yourself and then you're like, why am I proving myself? Dude, who cares? Why do I need to prove myself to this person? So I had the moment like this. Uh, uh, Ricky did the garden with Aziz. Oh my God. And you know, a couple other comics. When and was this? This is on Monday or two or Sunday or something. Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. but like the like the 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 smaller venue. I'm not not yeah. that's not to poo poo. Like I mean, Ricky's done like twenty thousand people before, or something. Yeah. like you know, it wasn't even the biggest room he'd ever done. But it's it's you know, it's the garden. It's huge. So they did the garden, great, whatever. I went to the after party, and uh, obviously Aziz is at this after party. Chris was actually there too. Um, what? I know. What were you doing there? Were you there with Ricky? Damn, Ryan. What are we gonna do? <laughs> what can we do to catch up to these fucking A-listers over here? Well, dude, listen. If you like, I make no mistake here. I had no, you know, me being there wasn't important and didn't matter. And yeah. my story is about to to prove that. So Aziz comes over. I probably met him two or three times, but you know, I don't expect him to like. I don't necessarily expect somebody like that to remember. You know, yeah. we've met in passing briefly. Someone might have shared a detail about what we were talking about. That's it. So he comes over to our group and he's introducing himself and that's fine. And then he starts asking us how we know Ricky. And he's like, how do you guys know Ricky? Like, are you guys like friends from high school before? Have you ever seen him perform at such a big venue? Must've been cool for you to see him perform at such a big venue. And like the impulse for a comic is to be like, Oh, I'm a comic. 
And I was like, no one asked that. I'm not going to share that I'm a comic. Good for you. I'm going to sit here and allow Aziz to believe that I am a pure fanboy, and I'm so excited to be here and meeting him. And I've never met him before. And I, you know, so I said nothing. I said, yeah, it was really cool. It was cool. I said, I actually didn't go to the show, but, and then Ricky's like, oh, he married me. Not realizing that maybe I would like for it to be known that I'm a comic, but he's like, oh, you married him, but doesn't say he's a comic. 45 more seconds go by. And then somebody finally says, oh, he's a comic. I never had to say I'm a comic. Uh-huh. And I was proud of myself. And then, and then what did Aziz do? Yeah. Did he treat you differently? No. <laughs> I think if I had said, oh, I'm a comic, he would have treated me worse immediately. And I think he just didn't care. And I look forward to the next time where he uh, introduces himself to me, the next time we meet. That will inevitably happen. There is a lot to unpack there <laughs> psychologically. It's fine. I, I, I don't take offense to it. I would take offense to it if I sat with Aziz for an hour and talked to him about something. He would remember me then. There's right. a lot of time where I meet people in passing and I don't remember them either. Of course, I'm going to remember Aziz. I'm sorry. He's a world famous dude. He's the third person in the Otis music video. Kanye West, Jay-Z and Aziz are the cast of the Otis music video. He is a star. I also look up to him because he's like a, he lives a very fancy lifestyle and is still able to be a funny comic. He's distinguished, which I look forward to hopefully getting to someday. You know, he went to, um, I think it was Stern business school at NYU. I knew that he went to there at undergrad, but I didn't know he went to business school. I think he was at the business school and then like as an undergrad doing, mm, I don't know. I thought he was getting his MBA and then he was, and then he started doing stand up, and then immediately was just crushing it in sketch shows and stuff. Yeah. So I, I think too, he, if I remember correctly, he interned at Broadway comedy club when he was in college. Interesting. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, like I, I, I am inspired by Aziz in general, and I don't, I do not take offense. Well, all right. So let's go back and think about what everything you just. Chris said. saw this all unfold, and I did mention this after the night had ended. You know, the way you said it made me think that you didn't want him to know that you were a comedian. Of course, I want him to know. I don't want him to talk to me like. But I'm, hold on, hold on. Do you want him to know that you're a comedian or do you want him to know that you're a good comedian? Because you being a comedian means nothing, but you being a comedian who tours with Ricky and Pete and has a successful podcast, that means something. Agreed. But let's let, I would assume that he wouldn't, he wouldn't be impressed by any of those things potentially. So, but the fact that I've made my way into this party means that I have must I must have presented enough value in some capacity to have made it to this party. If I'm a comedian and I'm at this party, mm. there weren't any like lame brain brand new comedians at this party. It was like a good a good roster. <laughs> how how much stock are you putting into his perception of you? Not much. Respectfully, it sounds like you're putting a lot. You thought a, you thought around that situation quite a bit. So I okay. I I just like the idea of like me. I don't know. Like I want him to know that I'm a comedian. I'm not like putting that much stock into like maybe if Aziz likes me, I'll like you know it's none of that. But like I want to be, I want to present myself in a good way to him. Of course, you want him to know you're a comedian as opposed to him assuming that you are what 
a non-comedian or a, just a high school friend of Ricky's or something a, a, like a that. A tag along person who's excited to be there. And I want to I want to be an, a comedian who's a non a not thirsty comedian. I don't want to come off as a desperate comedian. So I think I think more simply we can boil this down to you want his respect. Yep, yeah, yes. Correct? Someday, yes. Well, that's a humble way to put it. You don't you don't even think you deserve it yet. No, but. it's not that I don't think I deserve it, but I that wasn't the proper forum to force to force the judgment on my personal merit to him. Yes. You're you know not I mean? up for the in front of the parole board yet. Um so then then you said me not telling him that I'm a comedian will lead to more respect than if I do. Maybe, but I don't know that it was that black and white. It's just more of like, do I want to do the like, oh, well, I'm a comic thing because like I've heard that I've heard that the other way around when I don't know somebody's a comic and it can just come off in a way that kind of rubs me the wrong way sometimes. It's like, oh, you are. I don't know who you are. You know what yeah. I mean? But I think this is a unique situation where you're talking to one of the biggest comedians in the world. Right, right. But being that, you know what I mean? I've seen situations where like, I've seen somebody talking to a huge famous comedian and the second that huge famous comedian heard the other comedian say, I'm a comedian, they like ended the conversation immediately because they expect now that they're going to have their soul extraction attempt is beginning. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to, okay. I'm interested in, I don't even know how I'm going to approach trying to describe what I am about to say, but I'm going to just wait in. I used to care a lot about what people who were much bigger than I am thought of me and how they perceived me. And I thought that there was um, utility in, in being recognized or respected or co-signed by people who are way ahead of me. Mm. I really did. You you are you're saying that you no longer value that at all. No. Yeah. Really? You don't at all. I wouldn't want them to dislike me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want them to have a negative opinion of me. But and by the way, this is not some like confidence thing. It's just that I fundamentally realized those people are not going to do anything for me. Okay, so I, they're I, not I, gonna they're not gonna help me. That friend, that's like fine. me running into Bill Burr, or Louis C.K. I used to think Bill Burr was gonna like recommend me for the seller because mm-hmm. I've met him. I you know he's been so nice to me, and I used to think if I like forged a relationship with him that it would open doors for my career. And I've since realized there's probably 150 young comedians who have opened for him at some point in his career who all had that same fallacy. Mm-hmm. And it's just not true. It, he, can't, he can't help that many people. Right. He's helping the people who are really close to him. Right. So, dude, I, like, I would even argue that like, my response to that situation is a reflection of understanding this. Yes. To be like, I'm a comedian. He needs to know I'm a comedian. You know what I mean? It's like maybe a different version of trying to prove myself, but it's also just a general like be cool. No, I I, I, you know? I agree. I I agree. I don't I don't think that you are trying to like do a song and dance. Quickly I'm not trying to mind to catch his to yeah. catch his eye. Um, but I think fundamentally, like I used to get 
nervous and excited when I was around people I recognized. Mm-hmm. And we see them a lot in what we do. You know, I've yeah. met Louie like three or four times. Um, and now I just, it doesn't, I, my heart does not beat faster. My pulse does not quicken. I no longer think like, this is your chance. Impress him. Mm-hmm. Find a way to get him to remember you. Yeah, that's good. Find a way to get these people. But it, it it's not, it's, I, I promise I, I'm, if this comes off as like a brag, it's not meant to be. No, it doesn't. It's just that I, I, I checked in with reality. Dude, that feels normal though. It's like if you're around enough, like you start to realize that this stuff is like not, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. It comes from a place of humility where it's like, no, this guy's not going to give a shit about me, nor should he. Or even experience, right? Like, like yeah. you re- you know, and it's not even like, I'm trying to put my finger on, on it, but like, it's not about, you know, oh, I've realized that be you know like trying to whatever like like yeah like being and if anything you know by being sort of like a peer you're more likely to sort of like have some great organic relationship with them you guys can help each other or whatever you know what i mean i think it's not coming off as a brag watching people be sycophantic is really hard to watch what does that mean it's where you admire and sort of are really nice to people and suck up to people because okay. they can help you. you. Yeah. Typically for your own personal gain. Some people are really good at it. Yeah. And it's like kind of nauseating. I'm like, Oh God, that's annoying to watch that guy be so good at that. Yeah. <laughs> but most, most, I would say that most people who have made it are able to distinguish between the people who are being nice to them because they're genuinely nice Versus the people who are being nice to them with the hope that it'll result in a kickback for their career or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like event eventually or do, but sometimes those people are just like that forever. They're like, Oh, I'm going to make this guy my best friend. Interesting. <laughs> Can you um, look up sycophant? Is that right? Yeah. Nailed it. Vocab word for the day. Um, but dude, yeah, it is an interesting, it's an interesting thing. It can be a I just wanted to add, Julio handled it lovely. Okay. I got to, uh, I forgot to add that. I appreciate you watched him. You know, I've never seen you. Uh, you have really good social instincts. Do you think so? Yeah. yeah. I appreciate I've that. never seen you put your foot in your mouth or sort of make some kind of misstep in a situation where the stakes were high because there was someone of very high status there or you know someone who's very sad whatever did you just you you are very in tune with the 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 vibe of wherever you are i appreciate that i appreciate that thank you (laughs) that's very nice it's very nice it's very nice thanks man I, i appreciate it um you know i i i do this you know like it's hard to not try to like uh self improve and whatever and Sometimes like I have these moments where I'm like, you know, dude, like you are who you are and like there are bad things about that and there are good things about that. You know, like if you change one thing, another good thing might also change. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes, sometimes I fear that like I don't put, I don't put myself out there enough or like I don't, I'm not like pushy enough or like, and like maybe that's just, I don't know, maybe it's just not who I am. You know what I mean? And and maybe I'm the right amount of pushy. You know what I mean? I, I just don't really know. It's hard to say. 
It's really hard to say, dude. Yeah. Because there have been times where I'm like, you should do this. And it wasn't my, and I, and I wasn't, it wasn't my like an instinct to do it and I've done it and it was the wrong thing. And I'm like, what are, like, what are you doing? Yeah, but that's <laughs> you know? where you learn from those things. Right. Right. Totally. That's where you learn from all that. Chris, can you hand me a magic mind? Oh. There we go, baby. We're oh, crack pump, it open. Pump one of these puppies. Well, there you it, go. Get ready for drink. total clarity and easy energy. Dude, I love these things. And I, I know I've already talked about it in this episode how my life is terrible right now. And all I've been doing is editing. <laughs> Dude, it's true. My life sucks. Guys, please watch my fucking video. Because if you don't, I will potentially be on suicide watch. But it's intended to watch. It's intended to be watched on your couch. Mm-hmm. Sit on your couch, watch on YouTube the way you'd watch a fucking TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, these magic minds have been helping me get through my editing process like you wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't feel the same way that like taking a five hour energy feels or like take like drinking even a cup of coffee, like the matcha caffeine it's is the way better the come down is There's really no gradual and gentle that you don't fall off a cliff dude this stuff's great and like i said it's a creator's best friend you will drink less coffee uh it will help fight off your procrastination your brain fog fatigue get you into a flow state lighter on the caffeine all natural ingredients including adaptogens help decrease your stress nootropics boost blood flow and cognition boost your energy increase focus uh, boost your mood, decrease your stress, decrease inflammation, mm. heaps of antioxidants, supports immunity. This stuff is fantastic. It's really good. And it's delicious. I really like the taste of it too. Magic mind. I'm about to crush it and continue to crush recording. Oops. Podcast episodes. People have also asked me about alternatives to kind of taking medication. It's another great thing to try. I do recommend it. And let me know what you think, because I like talking to this about this with people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great replacement or supplement to your sort of focus routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have a special offer for you. If you go to magicmind.co slash oops and use promo code oops20, oops20, you'll get 20% off your first order. That's magicmind.co slash oops, promo code oops20. Check it out. Okay, we do. We have an email we need to do. Oh, good. Um, Emails. I think that we need, that we need to help these people let's person. help them okay so this is this is titled sos my friend is dating a dog abuser oh no i know, I know. not good um francis and julio love the podcast avid listener for a long time now All right, come on. can't wait to finally make a trip to nyc to see one of your stand-up li- or live shows okay. thank you thank you um <laughs> i need your help One of my friends has been dating a guy 20 years older than her for a while now. Only recently did I finally meet him and learn his last name. So I decided to Google him to see what he did for work. When asked what he did for work, he had a suspiciously vague answer. So I felt the need to do some digging later that night. The first thing that comes up under his name are viral videos of him abusing his dog. Tons of online outlets published a story of him a while back and they had his headshot. So I know it's, 1,000% 1,000% him. 10,000% him, she wrote. I have no idea if my friend knows. They've been dating for a year. On the one hand, doesn't every girl Google a guy before she goes on a date with him? On the other hand, she's a huge dog lover with dogs of her own, and I can't imagine she would be dating him if she found this out. Is it my place as an increasingly distant friend, because of the pandemic, to send her this video of him or ask her if she's ever Googled him? I see two outcomes. And by the way, there's an update to this email. 
that I'm going to read immediately after I read these things. Excellent. So just keep all this in mind. That makes me happy. I see two outcomes. Either one, she doesn't know, and by giving her this info, it triggers her to break up with him. Or two, potentially worse, she does know, and somehow she's okay with it. In which case, I don't want to be her friend anymore, because anyone who accepts that behavior is disgusting. Any advice on how to handle would be greatly appreciated. An update on this situation. Wait, wait, can we weigh in before we have the update? Or do we not? Um, it behooves us to hear the update. Let's hear the update. Does the update tell us what she did? No, the update just like gives uh, an update on her proximity to everybody. Okay, good. Yeah. An update on this situation. We've all been invited to a wedding in Portugal this summer, including my friend and her old ass boyfriend. Should I confront her about this before the trip? Not sure if that would fuck everything up for the friend group. Again, any advice is welcome. Appreciate. So they've been dating a year. I have an instinct that tells me this woman is aware of his issue. And I have no idea what type of dog. I wish we could see the video of the dog abuse. So I wonder, the story sounds like it was like a news story. Like this dog abuser guy, here he is abusing dogs. His dog. I'm not excusing it, but, you know, he's walking through the park. The dog barks at a pigeon. He smacks it in the face. That's very different from a a, a hidden camera video of him kicking a dog repeatedly. You know what I mean? Totally, totally. Um, So, yeah, which which makes my thought, like, if if she does know, maybe he somehow talked his way out of it. But if it's just so blatantly obvious, how could one talk their way out of it? Right, right. Well, look, either way, I just think it's hard to imagine that you could date somebody in this day and age for a full year without having been sent or having seen yourself the number one search result that comes up when you Google their name. Yeah. So this is my thought on this in general. I was talking uh, about this with somebody the other day. When do you bring up this sort of incriminating thing about the person your friend is dating. When do you do that? Cause you can't just do it right away. You almost have to have, you have to have like a strong enough thing to say that their boyfriend can't completely turn your friend against you now. You know right. what I mean? So if like you suspect he's doing something sketchy, you should wait till you have like something good to report mm-hmm. that he can't like walk out of because then you just like fuck yourself over. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe, you know what I mean? Just like at the sake of the shoot the messenger situation, try to be as compelling as you can. Yeah, yeah. And this situation sounds like a thing that you have to ask about. Well, yes, but I also think this person who has discovered that her friend's boyfriend hurt his dog should try to go into this with somewhat of an open mind. The idea that she would tell her friend, yo, heads up your boy boyfriend you know is on the internet beating his dog and that the girl could be like listen i know it's something we've covered he explained it his side to me yada yada and that the original girl would then be like well then i can't be your friend anymore that seems close-minded to me yeah yeah because there's there's a couple of things that could be possible so there's a way to bring it up that's appropriate you'd be like hey listen i when i when i like met your boyfriend or whatever. Maybe now a lot of time has gone by, but like I had remembered that I didn't know what he had done and what he did. So I Googled him. She'd be like, you fucking Googled him? Be like, yeah, I Googled him. It's not that weird. 
It was, I thought his response was weird. So I Googled it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also that's not the point. I found this story about him and I'm sure you probably already know, but if you didn't, I just wanted to bring this to your attention. What will likely happen is she'll be like, yeah, I know about that already. This guy's old, right? Maybe it happened 20 years ago. Maybe he went to, he did his time in dog abuse, fucking dog abuse yeah. parole and took a hundred hours of classes working with stray dogs and reviving them. And he's a changed person now who's found God. Mm-hmm. And maybe that, maybe now he's, he deserves uh, forgiveness now or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are all possibilities. Agreed. So to your point, agreed. You should go in with an open mind. Don't make assumptions. And by not addressing it, it's as if you're just assuming the worst and it's make, it's fucking your friendship up anyway. Yeah. I think, I think either way she does need to bring it up though. Yeah. And worst case scenario, like you said, like you, if, if your friend doesn't give a fuck, then you don't want to be your friend. I understand. And if she didn't know, you just did a solid to your friend for your friend. She dodged a bullet. Exactly. You know, um, but I also think to your question, Julio, you should do these things sooner rather than later because, you know, the farther that a relationship gets down the road, the more, uh, polarizing a piece of news like that could be meaning if this girl is you know gets engaged or whatever to this guy and then you bring this up you are forcing her to pick a side you're basically forcing her to say i either stand with him or i'm ending my relationship so that you know or whatever and in either case the earlier you tell it the the easier it is for people to have a more rational conversation about it do you know what i mean like getting it out in the open and trying to figure out how to explain it all to everyone i don't it's like a it's like a like a fucking skin tag you know if you get rid of it right away if you wait three years it grows and now you're dealing with a gross a much bigger grosser stakes are just a lot higher uh the longer you wait and dude, this is the other thing to remember. Like, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to deliver a tough message to a friend about their girl or boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like what I was saying before, it wasn't a like, keep your hands clean situation. Like I'm willing to roll my sleeves up and get involved. But if it's like super ambiguous, I'm not going to bring it up because then there's just too much back and forth. And like, um, I'll just let it develop a little bit more. But for example, like I've gotten myself very involved before and to the point, and, and this is funny because Time goes on and all wounds heal and it'll be fine. Like this girl who dated a friend of mine in college, I I saw a Facebook message from myself to her that was like, if you don't tell him, I'm going to tell him. Mm. So you literally need to tell him. And then the next message is her being like, hey, do you want to perform at my, like seven years later? You know what I mean? And we all are like, oh, that was a while ago. That didn't matter. Like nothing that, you know what I mean? People get over shit. So like, don't be afraid to insert yourself in a situation like this, if you have some juicy news for someone. All right. I got a question for you. Let's say that a friend of yours, uh, starts dating someone that you have hooked up with. Mm -hmm. They don't know that you hooked up with that person Mm -hmm. and they come to you after a certain amount of time and they tell you, I really, really love this person. I think she's the one. and all of your friends that you have in common know that you did hook up with that person, the person that he's now in love with. Mm-hmm. Do you think you need to tell him that you once upon a time hooked up with that woman? No. 
Why not? It's like, it's just a dick move. Like, it doesn't matter that I hooked up with her. He loves her. He has something much more special than whatever I had with her. You know, we just had fun together. It's not like I fucking did something. You know what I mean? It's not like, like I did, did something bad to her or something. Like we hooked up with each other. Like we both, we had a nice time together. I didn't do something to her. You Mm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think that if she wants to tell, she can. And then if he's like, why don't you tell me? I'd be like, because it would have been disrespectful. Like, I didn't want to like shit all over your relationship. I had like a fun, like me and her hung out in a way different time. Like whatever you have with her is super special. Like she's an amazing girl and I would never disrespect your relationship. Oh, what a lovely answer. Is that good? What a lovely answer from Julio. Is that good? If only we could all see the world as elegantly as he does. <laughs> I just don't think that kind of thing has to be a problem. To be honest, it's much easier when it's out in the open already. Like if your friend is dating a girl who they know you hooked up with. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This situation happened to a not not with me, but mm-hmm. to, to to some people I know, and it was really tricky. It, so what happened? Um, Can you even? Yeah, I think so. I basically eh, no, I can't. <laughs> we know better. I'm not sharing. So it. so, but the guy had to tell. Let's conceptually, yeah. So the the person the guy he, had to tell he and he got punched tell? and he got punched in the Why face. Why did he have to tell? Because he determined that too many other people were talking about it and that it was going to come out and he thought that the respectful thing to do for his friend was to tell him. Yeah, I I I potentially would have advised against that. Like I I think this this idea that like having hooked up with somebody's girlfriend previously meant that like to you it meant nothing mm-hmm. and now i love this person that to them they just they just banged her and like that's like such a like uh antiquated way of thinking yeah it's ridiculous you know what i mean it's really that's toxic masculinity and even the impulse to be like like when your boy has is with his girlfriend his hot girlfriend and someone's like she's hot having to be like a banged her like that is like a, something Ugh, that should be gross avoided yeah too. that's an impulse one should avoid yeah uh, That's just a very immature thing to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's good. That was a good. Wow. Final. Fun. Good stuff. Um, well, thanks for joining us as always on Oops the Podcast, guys. We've got lots you of at? interesting things happening. Uh, I'm at Bananas Comedy Club in Hasbrook Heights, New Jersey, February 18th and 19th. Tickets for that are at FrancisEllis.com. I hope to see you guys there. I'm also at Gotham Comedy Club here in New York City on. April 8th and 9th. Big weekend there. Sick. Also at FrancisEllis.com. Amazing. Uh, I'm going to be in Panama City Beach, baby. Uh, Harpoon Harry. Uh, you can get it on my website, JulioGallerati.com uh, uh, or JulioComedy.com. If you can't spell either of those, the link is on my Instagram. Um, Do both of those URLs go to the same website? Yeah. Good for you. Just because JulioGallerati.com is a fucking absurd. Preposterous. It's preposterous. And Julio Comedy is like too like kitschy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. both are terrible. Uh, the link is in my... Uh, Man, if bio. your name were the answer on a Wheel of Fortune question, <laughs> you would go broke buying vowels. <laughs> I'd like to buy 400 vowels, please. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> um, dude, that's great. Uh, yeah, we got, we got some merch coming. Uh, down the pipeline we'll keep you posted on that by the way can i can i add another thing yeah so a girl that i used to date 
her name is Julia, but she spells it G I U L I A. So whenever I start to look for your name on my phone, this is before I had added your contact to my favorites list. But before when I would just type in G I U, she would pop up and the the risk there were multiple times where I would start to text what I was meaning to text to you to her <laughs> and would catch myself. Dude, and yeah. it was very fortunate that I didn't because I don't think she's very fond of me. <laughs> I don't think she wants to hear from me. Hey, are we recording at 11 a.m. today? <laughs> oh, shoot. Sorry. How are you doing these days? It's been a while. What's up? Saw that you got engaged recently. <laughs> Keep that can of worms closed. Shout out to Julia. YouTube channel. Uh, we have some fun little side content that I think you guys are going to enjoy. We had a good time recording uh, the thing that we're going to put up. So yeah. check that out. And uh, adios.